0: Raising Tech is your guide to understanding the role technology plays in your senior living business strategy and day-to-day operations. Tune in for tech trends, hot topics, and meet the people behind the tech landscape in senior living to gain practical technology knowledge that you can apply in your community today.
1: Hello and welcome back to Raising Tech. I'm Rachel Lugie with Parasol Alliance where we help senior living providers maximize their use of technology through strategic planning and full-service IT support. In today's episode, we are going to explore an important aspect of resident engagement, specifically assistive technology, and even more specifically, wireless hearing solutions to help combat untreated hearing loss. And to help us explore and better understand why this topic is so important for the senior living field, I am joined by our friend, Matt Reiners, co-founder of Eversound. Matt, thank you so much for being on the show today and helping us better understand the importance of assistive hearing technology.
0: Thanks so much for having me, Rachel. It's an honor and a privilege.
1: I'm, I'm really looking forward to this conversation. So I'm thinking, why don't we just like dive in and start with Matt, maybe you can tell us just a little bit about yourself and about Eversound and kind of your journey and starting the company.
0: Absolutely. So a little bit about myself is I have no idea what I'm doing. I just keep showing up and trying to learn fast, fail fast, and try to improve the quality of life for older adults. Um, So with Eversound, so we are dedicated to improving this quality of life. And we kind of walked into it uh, in in a very strange and kind of amazing way where my co-founder Jake and I had started another company that was doing things in a special event space, helping people throw silent disco events around the country. Jake was still in college at the time. It was kind of an undergrad project that he put together and asked me to come help start it. um, So he could still focus on class and pass, um, which, you know, I think we all want to accomplish while we're in school. Um, but as we were like doing this company and kind of running it successfully year over year, we started seeing a few things happen right around the same time where we started receiving phone calls from senior living communities, basically asking for help. Um, what they were experiencing was that hearing, especially in group programs, so think, Resident council meetings, worship services, bingo. I know we can't forget about bingo. Mm -hmm. Um, They started calling and asking for help um, because what they would say is like everyone's hearing was at different levels when it came to these group programs. And they needed a, a wireless headphone system designed for groups with individual volume control, which was pretty much the system we were using on the silent disco side. Um, and then right around, this, right around this time, I saw what my grandmother was going through. So she happened to be 93, lived in a senior living community. And frankly, her, her quality of life wasn't good. She would just isolate herself to her room, blast her television, or listen to her romantic fantasy novels through her own headphone system. And I was trying to like better understand why she wouldn't go out. It all stemmed from this idea of like, I can't hear what's going on. So why should I even bother? And then right around the same time, too, Jake and I were kind of thinking like, huh, I wonder if there's an opportunity here to, you know, help more people and kind of expand the business. And we probably walked into every senior living community in upstate New York where we were based at the time. We're in Ithaca, New York. And some of these early demos would just leave your jaw on the ground. You would see staff crying. You'd have residents coming up and thanking you. You would see people thought to be nonverbal start singing along with music and really set us on this, this crash course over the last you know five or six years to where you know we're now impacting over 1,100 communities in all 50 states and uh, seeing measurably improved quality of life enhancements. Oh, my gosh.
1: That's incredible. What an incredible journey. So what um what year was this when everything when you started on this journey? How long yeah. have you been?
0: So on all of our LinkedIns we've got different start dates, but it was about 2015-2016 since ideation and then you know started creating a product that was more tailored for an older adult user uh, in a senior living community.
1: Oh, that's, that's impressive. That's incredible. And then to be at a, in eleven hundred communities to date, uh, wow. So, what would you say is um, <clears throat> the biggest pain point that that you see in communities? And I mean, I can't. I'm just kind of envisioning like you're in the former company and you're getting calls from senior living communities. They're asking you for help. So, so what specifically was the pain point? Uh, that, that the communities needed
0: help with. So I think the pain point can be best described and pun intended as a silent epidemic in senior living communities today. Um, And it all stems around this idea of hearing loss. So when we were starting Eversound, we started looking into more of the data behind it, you know, coming from people way smarter than us, where what they were basically saying was that 80% of people over the age of 85 have some sort of hearing loss, but what the hearing aid adoption looks like, it's about one in five that could benefit from a hearing aid are actually using one on a consistent basis. You know, price, quality, accessibility, you know the stigma around it is why we see this this gap of about sixty to sixty five percent of people that have some sort of hearing loss that aren't being proactive and finding solutions to help them. Um, and when it's it's pretty amazing when you think about it and you look at the data around some of the comorbidities associated with hearing loss, hearing loss. And I know correlation and causation. We we definitely have to think about the differences between that. But hearing loss has been tied to an increased risk in falls, an increased risk of developing dementia. Like if you're three, if you have moderate, to severe hearing loss, you're three to five times more likely to develop dementia, which just kind of blows my mind whenever I see that. Uh, but hearing loss is also tied to, of course, isolation. You know, I think we're it's definitely a hot topic in senior living communities today of. You know, if someone can't hear, they're more likely to isolate themselves and hearing loss has even been tied to increased risk of mortality, which is kind of wild how one sense can really impact everything. And it's really everything between the ears. So the brain that's being engaged and stimulated when someone's hearing might be a little bit better.
1: Wow, that just some of those statistics are staggering. Um, to know that that's that's probably one of the the biggest factors for engagement overall is the the sense of how uh, somebody is able to hear and understand and process what's happening in their environment. That's incredible. So, can you tell us a little bit more about how you partner with communities and maybe like some of the key outcomes that highlight the impact of your solution?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think when we partner with communities, what we try to identify in the front end is like, what are some of their key business objectives right now? You know, is it driving occupancy? Is it helping with engaging? Is it helping with the resident experience? You know, maybe family visits look a little bit different right now because Eversound could definitely be used to really enhance any level of communication, right? I think some people just kind of get stuck in their, their, their brain that This is just a a solution for bingo, which it definitely can help with bingo. We've heard stories of people, you know, winning for the first time in years where, you know, hey, I'll always support that. But this is really a tool that's being used across the care spectrum and wherever communication is used. So, you know, those PT or OT appointments, those tours to give a more experiential, you know, or someone might come in who might be a little bit hard of hearing. Um, we're also finding that people are, are using it as a tool too. I think where you know, the best kind of case study that we've done and every group we work with has, has you know, gathered their own data or kind of wanting to test the efficacy of this new technology. Um, but one group that really stands out was the Front Porch Center for Innovation and Wellbeing um, based in California who do an amazing job in terms of really vetting tech um, and they did a 12-month case study with over 600 residents that showed Eversound improved engagement by 76%, improved understanding of the event by 76%, improved mood in those living with dementia by 64%, and then they had some other, you know, positive indicators that Eversound was actually helping. Um, And we've had other communities do other studies, right, when they're kind of making sure that this technology piece works. We've also seen increased attendance, again, increased engagement. And when you kind of get to the simple idea, right, the inability to hear is detrimental to how we experience the world around us. And if we can give a tool that can help for a community to really experience that and a tool that's tailor-made for an older adult user and tailor-made for a senior living community. So it doesn't need Wi-Fi, doesn't need cellular reception, can use anywhere. Just a click of a button, plug and play. That's where we really start to see this positive experience of residents' lives being better because they can actually hear what's going on around them.
1: That's amazing. Um, I love the research aspect and the partnership with those institutes that I can imagine just how powerful that is in, you know, you sharing your story and the impact with communities. So can you, I'm just curious, can you tell us a little bit more about like how the technology works?
0: Absolutely. So the way that it works um, it's similar to Bluetooth, but it's actually called DECT. So digitally enhanced cordless technology. You can actually think about it as like an old cordless phone, but the way that it works is that there's a transmitter or the base unit and whatever you plug into that AV systems, computers, laptops, iPods, microphones, you can plug it directly in AV systems. So if you already have microphones or using whatever's plugged in that transmitter would then broadcast to all the headphones simultaneously in each headphone, you can turn it up or turn it down. Um, helps to block out some of that background ambient noise that might be too much, but it's really just amplifying what people should be listening to at a level comfortable to them. And then the range, you're looking anywhere from like 250 to 300 feet in all directions, so about the size of a football field. And then you can have up to 120 headphones to one transmitter. So it's not just like a one-to-one, but it's a one-to-many. Um, and that's where we start to see people doing it because, you know, maybe Ruth Ann might need it a little bit higher than Betsy. Um, because like they all want to hear the same thing, but they have different hearing profiles of, of what makes sense for them.
1: You'd mentioned that the, the solution can be used pretty much across the continuum and in a variety of settings. Um, how how are communities, you know, most frequently using this technology? Yeah. How are they incorporating I, it into their programming?
0: Yeah. So I would say it's pretty much been incorporated to help with things that they're already doing today, right? The nice thing about Eversound, it enhances things that are already happening. So wherever there's been a situation of of using communication, right, which is pretty much every and every, every and any program that's happening today, we see Eversound as kind of being as a tool to enhance that. And then we've also got like an online database of grab and go programs that people can use to really set them up for success that way. So our whole goal here is to improve the resident engagement and make the activity professionals life that much easier, helping to curate all this content for them um, and that they can maximize their time being spent with the residents and not going and finding YouTube playlists or some of the other stuff that might be out there.
1: yeah, the the impact on the professionals, what's that been like? What what are you hearing from the communities when after the program's been implemented, the the technology is in use? I can imagine this is a bit of a game changer for the life enrichment team.
0: Yeah, I think the one of the most positive compliments that we've gotten is people don't have to lose their voices anymore because usually, right? If you're if you're talking about bingo or doing something you're having to elevate your voice and especially now in a world where we're still practicing physical distancing but need to stay socially connected so we start to hear things like that we actually have heard compliments that you know they're getting more residents out to their program than ever before because people can actually hear what's going on um and then I, it's like almost every other day we hear a story that would just bring like tears to your eyes because they saw a loved one or a resident that they thought were disengaged due to reason 1 but then realize that they just couldn't hear what was going on. And then they start to see these, we call them our ever moments. They start to see their ever moments, um, you know, front and center within their own community. And that's, you know, just feel good moments all across the board. Uh,
1: that, absolutely. That's incredible. Can you tell us, I'm just curious too about your team. If a community is looking to partner with Eversound, you know, what, what are the steps and who might they be working with
0: uh, to get the program launched? Absolutely. And, you know, myself or Everson would not be where we are today without the team behind it. Uh, we've got about, I think, just over 30 people full-time working with us today uh, and really what that looks like. So, you know, of course, we've got the, the community advisors or our sales team that are really working with the community to identify what problems are going on, what packages might make sense for them. And then kind of once we get through that, we hand them off to our community success team, which are really there. To help the com- or help the communities feel comfortable and confident with Eversound. Um, what we've learned is that with technology adoption especially in senior living there needs to be that coach or that uh, that extra help there to really help with utilization, help with retrainings help if there's someone that might leave a community and a new person comes in. so our community success team is is the most like amazing people that I think that I've ever met. Um, A lot of them are former program directors themselves, and they're really there to make sure that the communities are able to fully utilize the technology and making sure that it is improving that quality of life for their residents.
1: That's fantastic. Um, So we touched on our ROI. I mean, there's a lot of it. There's a lot of return here um, for, for communities and impact. So engagement goes up. Quality of life goes up. Isolation goes down. You know, there's uh, the the team, even workforce. You know, this is impacting workforce. This is impacting, you know, a a high value add for the life enrichment team. What a what a tool! Can you give maybe a few guiding principles, some words of advice uh, that you might offer a provider who is looking to enhance their resident experience through technology? What they should consider?
0: Yeah, absolutely. So I think. One of the things that I've seen, you know, we're definitely still, I would consider a young startup, but, you know, as these reports are coming out about the aging demographics, right. And you start to see more and more of these tech companies and these startups popping up into this space where I think a lot of them are really cool in concept, but I think I've heard horror stories of communities start working with companies that are startups that end up, you know, having a three month runway and aren't around for the long haul, So, and I I always like it when we have new partnerships or even current partnerships that are asking us about our, what's our one year, our three year, our five year, 10 year plans, just to make sure that they're, they're investing in a company that's going to be around for the long haul and not just going to be there for a year or so where you've invested all this time and money. And then that solution is no longer available, which is just definitely something. So I guess the advice would be to a provider is just, Press those newer companies, even the older companies, you know, are they going to be around? Are you investing your time and energy with the right company? Um, I would say another just piece of advice is you know, looking for solutions or companies where they're actually working or talking at least, because I think you're finding more and more companies coming out, popping up that are pretty much designing their solutions in a silo, which you know, every time I talk to a, a community or provider you know, and I think of my friend, Scott Smith with Five Star basically said, collaborate to automate. Um, so us as vendor companies need to be having those conversations and really aligning cool. with what that looks like and making sure that we're, we're creating a solution to make life easier within the communities and, and not doing that. So I guess the advice to a provider would basically say, you know, ask them who their partnerships are, who are they friendly with? Who are they talking with? What other technology solutions you already have? and making sure that it aligns and, and helps with that and just doesn't become a deterrent and makes it that much more difficult to operate. Mm-hmm. Um, and then I think third and this really comes from my my conversation with Amber and I and I completely agree is that these providers need to identify their tech strategy and their tech roadmap and then find provide or find techno- technology vendors to help make their vision come true. There's been so many times where, you know, I'll talk to somebody and try and ask about what their their vision or their strategy looks like for their technology and they they're pretty much asking us to dictate that for them where, you know, we can do that, but granted they and their leadership team have the best knowledge of what their community looks like and of course, you know, I, of course I want them to work with EverSound, I definitely see the benefit there, but I think Providers need to take a step back and really look at what innovation means to them, not just give the innovation title to someone because it's part of your key values, um, but just making sure that you're embracing that and coming up with your own strategy and then finding technology providers to help you make that vision come alive.
1: I mean, that's fantastic advice. And in line with what we see as well, for sure, especially on the strategy piece. You know, that's, we've been beating that drum now for uh, six years. And and it's, you know, it's just really interesting that the more we have these conversations with providers, the more we find that everybody, you know, is aligned in that need. Yes, we need to understand what the end goal, what's the vision, and then uh, who are the right partners in helping us get there and make sure we have that comprehensive strategy um, in mind along the way. So, okay, so you mentioned your one-year, your three-year, five-year plan. Uh, anything you want to share in regards to what's on the horizon for Eversound?
0: Yeah, so I think with Eversound, you know, we're our mission is to improve quality of life, right? And whatever we can kind of figure out or product suite that we can create towards that, I do see us, you know, not to distill to, to too much information, but... Moving to a more all-encompassing healthcare solutions provider, um, and really trying to become the company that destigmatizes hearing loss because um, I think hearing loss is still unfortunately stigmatized. We've talked about the data, and I mean, you know, everyone wears some form of, uh, of glasses of some sort. You know, myself, I can't drive at night without my glasses, or it's illegal. But I think trying to be a company that helps to destigmatize hearing loss, bring forward some some good information and good products around that. Um, because I think what you'll find is the communities that are prioritizing finding solutions for their residents to help with the more, you know, all-encompassing senses will be the communities that continue to stand out and the communities that have higher census because they're looking for the whole person and, and really finding solutions like that.
1: You started out this conversation by saying, "I you know, I don't really know what I'm doing. I don't know anything. I'm just kind of like have a lot of passion and move forward. You are clearly uh, you know, you have a mission, you have a passion that is moving, but you're incredibly bright in how you've gone about building this concept and launching it into the field and injecting this into senior living. Uh, so thank you for that. Matt, um, as we close up, what I have, you know, we have one question we generally close each conversation with, um, what excites you about the future of technology and senior living?
0: Yeah. So I think what really excites me is, you know, I think senior living communities up until recently, especially like during the, before the pandemic, it was a really micro approach, right? So everything that's happening within the community, what bingo game are we running? What outside entertainer is coming in to, to help, you know, deliver an experience, but where I think technology and what I'm really excited about is how does that open up the world, right? Like how does that, not just open up the doors to the community, but to the overall world where, you know, people might go take a trip to a virtual trip to Australia, a virtual trip to Paris, and giving people the experiences to really do that. Because I think, you know, when the point of going into senior living, in addition to the care is to continue to have these social experiences. And if we can give communities the tools to really just broaden their horizons and make it that it's not just what's happening within that community, or they've got a pen pal across the country in Germany. Like, I just think it opens up a lot of opportunities for for social engagement. That's not just the happy hour that's happening within a community today.
1: Excellent. I love that. I love that vision. And I agree with you. I think that's, that's so exciting. There's so many possibilities on the horizon. And I look forward to, I think we're going to see just rapid, rapid movement towards that future as well. um it's it's now going to be accelerated based on what's happened in the last just within the last two years. I think we've had a lot of disruption. so and, yeah.
0: and just uh, one of the things I've heard, you know one of the silver linings coming out of it that I heard from some of our partners was that you know technology was a nice to have and then during the pandemic it became a, a need to have and it was a silver lining that it definitely saw tech adoption. Really skyrocket, and we just hope that it can continue because I think there's there's definitely a lot of great companies out there doing really amazing things and and continuing to partner with each other, you know, and, and work hand in hand and side by side to deliver these solutions. Um, I think we'll will set us up as an industry for the better.
1: I couldn't agree more, Matt. Thank you so much for being on Raising Tech and having this uh, this important conversation, helping us better understand.
0: Amazing. Well, thank you so much for the opportunity and keep up the amazing work, Rachel and Parasol Alliance. Thank you. All right. We'll see everybody next time. Thanks for listening to Raising Tech, where we help senior living communities unlock the power of transformational technology. This podcast is powered by Parasol
1: Alliance.